gather your name, there you are in the midst of them. Lord, we see it. We understand this, that you are preparing your bride for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. And this morning, Lord, we declare this with the Spirit. And we say, come, Lord Jesus, come. Lord, this morning, I thank you that every man, every woman, every boy, and every girl that hears this message, that their lives will be changed and transformed. Challenge us. Change us. We never want to be the same again. I pray that this word shall be mixed with faith. And Lord, that it shall produce far greater effect than was ever realized in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, that we know today that the word of God is the highest authority in the earth. And therefore, we speak the word only. I thank you, Lord, that those who are touching the hem of your garment, that you will heal them. And there will be breakthroughs like never before. I pray this in the mighty, the glorious, the holy, the separated, the beautiful, the precious, the costly name of Jesus Christ. The name above every other name. In Jesus' mighty name. Come on, and the people of God said amen and amen. Hallelujah. You may take your seat. Okay, before you get too comfortable, turn to somebody quickly and say, today is my day. Say it like you believe it. Today is my day. Come on, one more time. Again. There's power in our confession. So what we confess is what we will possess. Amen. Come on, say with me. I am a believe it. Receive it. Kind of guy. Or woman. Okay, just. If the Bible says it. I said if the Bible says it. That's it, and that settles it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Come on again. Hallelujah. Now today I'm going to preach to you something that the Lord has spoken to me about. We, I wanted to go in another direction, but last night the Lord said to me, no, this is what I preach. This is what I want to preach. I want you to just to hear me, and I say this almost every Sunday, but can you smell the closeness of the return of the Lord? We are living in unfortunate days that people don't want to hear the return of Christ. People want to hear that we're going to stay on this planet Earth. And, uh, you know, this is where we're going to be. Most people believe that they're going to go through suffering and tribulation and all the bad kinds of things. Thank God for Faith City that believes the Word of God and not the opinions of man. So if we look at what's going on around the world, we know that Jesus must return very soon. I think that... You know, I think the return of Christ is more real and more, more close than we've ever, ever pictured. If you just switch on the news, don't. But if you just switch it on, you can see that we are in the final stages. The world is crazy. I said the world is crazy. Sin is rampant around the world. People live like there's no God. You know, I feel for every preacher, really I do, for every pastor that's got a church, I feel, I feel for you. Because a pastor must be in his church every single Sunday. But the members can choose when they want to come. Especially on month end. Month end, everything else, you know, gets priority. You know, we want to chop and eat and stuff our faces and do all these things. And the rest of the month, God must just perform. But I know what the Lord is doing in this hour. There's a true, a really, a, a remnant that the Lord is raising up in this hour. That worships the Lord, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether, come on, whether it's cold, whether it's hot. You know, if you're born again, when it's snowing outside, you be, have to be in church. When it's raining outside, you have to be in church. Come on, when it's scorching hot outside, you need to be in church. Am I speaking to somebody? When it's in the middle of the month, month it, whenever. If you say that I'm born again, then church is part of your lifestyle. Amen. You don't choose which Sunday I go. You get up every single Sunday. Why? Because it is only borrowed time that you are on. You are not guaranteed next week. 
Amen? And so what people don't realize is what you sow, you reap. You sow your time to the Lord, you will reap time. God will add years to your life if you give Him your time. Am I speaking to somebody right now? Shout yes if you're still here. So let me tell you for all the first, come, first time visitors in this place what Faith City is all about. We are a church that does not, you know, help people feel more bad about themselves than they should. We never put an emphasis on the devil. Okay, let me just quickly help you. People want churches in this hour, really, that's just a fact, that can sit them for seven weeks and nurture their problem. But Faith City is not that church. We are a church that believes the gospel, that believes that when Jesus sets you free, that you are free indeed. We are a church that believes in the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. We believe that the blood of Jesus still carries power. Come on, we are a church of the Holy Ghost. We are a church of faith. Come on, we believe the Bible says it, then I want to see it with my own eyes. Hallelujah. So here we don't treat the problem. We rebuke the trouble. We rebuke the problem. Amen. Hallelujah. So the morning, this morning, I want, I want you to listen to me. Do you know what I get a, a holy anger for when Christians are being attacked by the devil and they sit in a corner and lick their wounds? And it's poor me. Everybody's against me. I thought the Bible says that blessed are those who has been persecuted for my name's sake. So in other words, why are you running out of church because there's persecution? You have to rejoice that you have been found worthy to be persecuted for His name's sake. Listen to me. Look me in the eyes. If still today you are not being persecuted, not spoken against, then you are doing something wrong. Stop pleasing people and start pleasing the living God. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I love you, but today it's just about me and him. Come on, it's just about me and him. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Now Jesus gave the church weapons. Say weapons. Not just one. Weapons. And when uh, we as born again people of God, you, know, you see when you give your life to Jesus Christ, it's more than just saying the prayer. Now you need to grow. Because there will be a time where your preacher is not in your face. Where life's storm will come. And doctor's reports will come. Come on, and financial difficulty will come. That you will be able, as Paul says, that you will be able to withstand in the evil day. And having all done to stand, stand therefore. Am I preaching to somebody? This is what Paul says. Paul says that, this is what the scripture teaches us and trains us, that when the evil day comes, that we will be able to withstand. Paul does not say being able to run away, being able to feel sorry for myself. But Paul says that you can be able to withstand. Amen? So come on, where's all the mamas in this house? If you're a mama, wave at me. There's something about a mama's prayer. So mamas, hold on to your horses. If the daddies don't want to do it this hour, go around the world, all over the world. You'll find more women in the churches than you find men. Men need to humble themselves before God and become men again. That's a fact. Real men cry. I said real men cry. Real men praise. Real men trusts. Real men have faith. Real men leads. A real man does not lead you to bed. He leads you to Christ. That's a real man. I said, that's a real man. 
Hallelujah. Not this rubbish that we see going on around the world. Thank God that I'm Holy Ghost filled. Thank God that I'm blood bought. Come on, thank God that I'm fire baptized. Woo! Shout hallelujah if you're still awake. I have weapons. And you have weapons. I'm going to preach to you today that I pray that the Lord will open up your eyes. And from this day onwards that you will do what Paul says. I will, will, will be able to withstand in the day of trouble. When trouble comes, the righteous laughs in the face of trouble. Can you say hallelujah if you believe that? What happens, what happens with the righteous when troubles come? They laugh in the face of the enemies. So I want to show you this. The first weapon that the Lord has given to the church is the blood of Jesus. Oh, come on, let me just say that again. The blood of Jesus. Let me just, uh, listen to this. I'm going to read you this. Revelation 12, 11. Listen to what it says. Revelation 12, 11. That we have overcome through the blood of the Lamb. Ooh, and through the word of our testimony. Say with me, we have overcome through the blood and through the word of our testimony. What does John the Revelator says? He says that this is the way that you overcome. You overcome the devil by the blood of the Lamb. In other words, I want you to listen to me right now. The blood of Jesus is the antidote to sin, to sickness, to poverty. Come on, to every attack of the devil. And this is why I'm telling people this again. I, I said it last week again. Most people put an emphasis on devils and how strong this demon is and how strong that devil is. But they forget the wonder-working power of the blood of the Lamb. They, don't, they, they forget they, they forget that the Bible says that no weapon formed against you will be able to prosper. Come on, they forget to apply the blood of Jesus on the doorpost. The Bible says that wherever the devil sees the blood, he will pass by. I'm speaking to somebody right now. I want to rebuke the lie from you. You do not carry. I said you do not carry the sickness of your mother's bloodline. You don't carry the sickness. If you're born again, there is no bloodline disease that is able to withstand the power of the resurrection king. Shout hallelujah if you hear. The blood of Jesus paid that penalty that you don't have to carry it with you. If the doctor says it runs in your family, you turn to that doctor and says, Doctor, nobody runs in my family. Oh, okay, sorry. Let's just, doctor, I'm born again. I'm Holy Ghost filled. Come on, the price has been settled on Calvary's cross. The devil has no authority over my body. I am a temple of the Holy Ghost. When you believe it, your confession changes every day. It's not one morning that you wake up and then you say, oh, these symptoms again. You wake up in the morning and you speak to your lungs. And you say, lungs, hear the word of God. That you, are, you belong to God. You'll breathe normally. Come on, speak to your heart and say, no heart disease shall come near me. Yes. Shout yes. yes. Satan cannot come through the blood. Let me tell you something. I was preaching in Rustenburg. I preached personally for myself. I think it was one of the best sermons on repentance that I've preached. You could feel the, feel the fear of God hitting that place, people weeping all over. I knew that God was satisfied with this message. Now all of us is leaving. Robbie, my brother-in-law, decides he's going to drive with me back. So we're driving. And we get on to the N1. And as we were driving, I heard a bang. And I thought it's my tire. I said, I think, did you hear that? I think it's a tire. He's, he's looking out. I'm looking out. 
And as I looked up, there's a guy with a gun, a gun in my face. In a car right in front of me. And he's emptying out the magazine. He's shooting. Bang, 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 bang. He clears his gun. There's cars on the highway. But Satan has decided to send him to me. Do you know why? Because he went up into heaven. And God says, where did you come from? I come to and fro from the earth. Have you considered my servant vessel? For there's no one like him on the earth. Lord, I wanted to. But there is a hedge of protection all around him. That guy emptied his gun, but not one bullet hit us. And do you know what the, the greatest thing about this all is? When he, as he started shooting at us, there's a peace that I can't explain in English. I'm looking at him, he's looking at me, they're shooting at us. But devil, you forgot the scripture. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. It formed, it did not prosper. Let me tell you why. Because wherever he sees the blood, Satan cannot attack. I said, Satan cannot attack. It is time before your babies goes to school, you lay your hands on them and say, Lord, I apply the blood of Jesus over my children. You know, in the book of, you can read this in Exodus 29, 20, and Leviticus 14, 14, where God gave the instruction and he spoke to Moses in this instance, and he spoke in regards to Aaron, and then he spoke to the priests. And he says, when you take, make a sacrifice, take the blood, apply the blood on the earlobe, apply it on the thumb, and apply it on the big toe. Why on the earlobe? Because my ears are protected by the blood of Jesus. This means that while the whole wide world is hearing bad news and sad news. I'm protected from the lies of the enemy. Come on, I'm, my ears are closed to the lies of the enemy. This is why whose report will you believe? We believe the report of the Lord. The blood of Jesus still speaks for us right now. That's the greatest weapon that the church has ever experienced and received. It's the blood of the Lamb. So when the devil comes against you, don't sit in a corner and say, oh, look at me, look at my life. You stand up on your two feet and you say, devil, the blood of Jesus is against you stop listening to google and open up your bible the blood of jesus still carries power it will never lose its power come on i need somebody that will help me preach in this building this morning i'm not talking to you about loving days of our lives or even santa barbara i'm talking to you about the blood of the lamb it still carries power it will never lose its power Say with me, it will never. Say with me, it will never lose its power. I am a new creation in Christ. You know what Revelation says we have overcome. This does not mean that you still need to wait to overcome. It says, I am an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb. Maybe you hear me this side. I am an overcomer. If the Bible says you're an overcomer, why are you the victim? No, you didn't hear me. Why are you still the victim? Get rid of the victim mentality and say, if the blood is for me, who can be against me? Oh, the blood. Say the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus heals. It restores. It sets free. This is why I want to tell you right now, if you're a counselor in this place, God bless you. May that counselling anointing come upon you. But there's a counselor in heaven that shed his blood. 
that paid the price. That says, whom the Son of Man sets free, is free indeed. If you have an addiction, if you have a depression, you have one opportunity right now to say that your word says, your blood has set me free. So addiction, I come against you in the name of Jesus Christ. Woo! Say yes. Let me tell you, I like Coca-Cola. No, no, I don't like it. I love it. And I was drinking Coca-Cola. I mean Coca-Cola every, every once in a while. Some Coca-Cola. I just love it. And then you know, Eileen said, it's time to say goodbye a little bit to Coca-Cola because you're drinking yeah, I mean Coca-Cola like, like crazy. And I thought, what else will I drink? And it's not as easy to say goodbye to Coca-Cola. And I thought to myself, you lie. You make up your mind. I said, today is the last day of Coca-Cola. So I traded my Coca-Cola. <laughs> not yet. Not. He's stirring something now. <laughs> I, I traded the Coca-Cola. I made up my mind. And let me tell you, I think it's two weeks. I had no Coca-Cola. I feel better. Amen. It might, look, it might be, be small to you, not to me. Coca-Cola was huge in my house. I mean, it was a big, I think they were supposed to sponsor me, but in any case. So thank God that, you know, when you make up your mind, cigarettes will not have me. Alcohol will not have me. Depression cannot have me. Because I'm more than an overcomer through the blood of the Lamb. So tell your depression, depression, the blood of Jesus is against you. Come on. Tell that last spirit of alcohol, the blood of Jesus is against you. You see, this is how the Lord sets you free. You open up your mouth and declare it. By the blood of the Lamb and through the word of your testimony. You have to open up your mouth and say, devil, this is where I draw the line. Say with me the blood. Come on again, the blood. Come on, one more time. Let me, let me tell you a quick story before I'm going to get to the next one. We were living in a house a couple of years ago. And uh, I had to go and preach two weeks in KwaZulu-Natal. I got out the morning. Our gate was broken down. Dylan, Dylan had a birthday. We bought him a bicycle. They stole his bicycle. They stole the other couple of things and they were out. Okay, so I'm walking out. There's a gate lying on the floor. Everything's gone. Now I know that I have to go and preach for, for two weeks. But I'm, obviously my family's going with me. But I'm mad. I'm mad. I stand on that pavement. I lifted up my hands to heaven. I shouted. I said, God, you give that man a decision to make. He either brings back my stuff or he dies. That's what I said. And I went. Two weeks gone. Two weeks I came back. When I stopped at my house, who's on my pavement? The thief. With the bicycle. And everything he stole. And this is what he said. I knew you were a man of God. And I knew if I did not bring it back, I'll die. Don't you tell me that the blood of Jesus doesn't work. It carries power. It's when we as Christians become men of boldness again. Not timid Christianity that says, well, do just whatever. Let me tell you, devil, you touch me, you touch the blood of the Lamb. I need somebody in this building that will get excited with me. You touch my children, you have to go through the blood. 
It's time, especially in South Africa, you need a double dose of the blood. When you walk out of that door, you need the blood. When you go to bed at night, you need the blood. It's time to apply the blood of Jesus and say, Lord, whoever touches this door shall fall to the feet. Please show me, and I know God is a God of mercy and grace, and He gives all time to repent, but show me once in the Scriptures, especially in the Old Testament, where God says, you know, get them, pray for them. Ask them, please, to change. God says, no, my wrath is coming down. You take that thing's head off. Some things can't be prayed about. It needs to be dealt with. Some people only hear when the ears are burning. It's like a... Amen. Amen. Same with your kids. There's a muscle. Runs from here right down there. When that thing burns, the ear opens up automatically. It's just, ah, okay. Oh, I can hear again. I can hear again. It's a miracle. Say yes. One more time. Come on, you better tell the devil when the enemy tells you that you are too far gone. You better tell him, I've been purchased. I've been bought with the blood of Jesus. And that blood still speaks for me today. Say with me, that blood still speaks for me. Come on, do you believe that? Come on, the second one. The name of Jesus. Woo, that's a weapon given to the church. No, no, he, he said, you've got the blood, use it. But now he says, I give you the name. Which is above every other name. You see what happens when you get married, your wife takes your surname, Right? In other words, he gets the power of attorney. She acts on your behalf. When you give your life to Jesus, you get his name. Uh You get the power of attorney in his name. This is why we are not of this world. We do business differently. We do it through the name of Jesus. Come on, I don't just sign anything. You walk in and say, Lord, I declare your word says. Jesus in his own word says, whatever. Woo! I thought that's going to get people more excited. Whatever you ask in my name, my Father will give unto you. How many of you just grab that? You do a business deal. It's not just, oh, poor me, you know, I'm not qualified. No, no, no. The name of Jesus makes you qualified. The name of Jesus separates you. Come on, it brings you to places of favor. Because, listen to me right now. I can, I, I can assure you this. A Muslim man can cry to the name of Jesus right now. He's not going to see that miracles. Because the name of Jesus is not a lucky token. It's not a lucky charm. It belongs to those who belongs to him. And when you have that name, you have the power of attorney. In other words, when you say Satan in the name of Jesus, it's like Jesus himself rebukes the devourer. So stop sitting in a corner and feel sorry for yourself. Get up and say, I command the name of Jesus to be my real God. Be in front of me. Be behind me. Jesus. He says in my name, you'll speak in new tongues. You shall cast out devils. Ooh, the church don't believe that. You shall heal the sick. Oh, oh, he's false. If, if I, listen to me, is that false? Then Jesus is false. So if he's false, then I'm false. Thank God for being false then. I'd rather be like him than being the idiotic people that we see ramming, running around in the name of God, criticizing everything. That, oh, Jesus.
Let's just get back to it. <laughs> my name, he says, you'll raise the dead. You'll cleanse the lepers. He says, in my name, if you drink anything deadly, it will not harm you. Now, please hear me. I'm not telling you go home and drink jig. I'm telling you when someone tries to poison you without you knowing it, had no weapon. This is why I'm telling you, just, just take some advice. When you get your food, especially from a takeaway. Okay, sometimes from your wife also, but just... <laughs> You just say, Father, I apply the blood. I thank you in the name of Jesus that everything that I eat, it is not because your wife doesn't make nice food. Maybe she wants to poison you. I don't know. You never know what's going on around this world today. Everything that I eat, Lord, will become valuable to my body. Pray over everything. Are you listening to me? Shout yes if you're still there. Come on again. Come on again. One more time. Yes. Woo, the name of Jesus. You know that name the Bible says is highly exalted. Uh, highly exalted. It is he's been given a name which is above every other name. So let me tell you, it's stronger than COVID. It's stronger than that mask. Or that deadly vaccine. Oh. Oh, somebody listens to me. Yeah, I, see, I see people, look at me. The name of Jesus is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and they are safe. The name of the Lord. I said the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and they are safe. Gee, the Bible says that in the beginning was the word, the word was of God and the word was God. Everything... I just want to, I can't go more. If I go more, then I'm going to stand here the whole day. So you want me to do this? Just stay in the back. The camera people rebuke me. I'm so sorry. I'm going to try this now. Let's see if the fire of God falls if I'm just standing at one point. But listen to me. Before there was an opinion. <laughs> Come on, before there was sickness and disease. The word of Jesus Christ is a strong tower and the righteous runs into it and they are saved. Hallelujah. But do you know what the world says? Mope. Tell your friends on Facebook how terribly people are treating you. Who cares about what the people say? You still want to be liked by people? The Bible says they're going to hate you in the last days. They will just look at you and say, ah, hate you. Hate you. Amen? I promise you, I've wear some of the cheapest suits that you can get in the world. And then they say, look at that guy. I promise you. That suit is coming from overseas. I said, you're right, from China. <laughs> Must come from somewhere. <laughs> Amen? Taylor made this. There was a tailor. And he made it. Maybe 10 years old. I don't know what they do in China. Who knows? So it doesn't matter what you do, what you say, what you dress like. They're going to say something. They're going to try to find something. But you're, you are supposed to say, Lord Jesus, my job is to please you, not to please man. If I'm a pleaser of man, I'm an enemy of God. So what do I try to tell you? 
Stop feeling sorry for yourself and say, first of all, devil, I've got the blood of Jesus. I've got the name of Jesus in me. Come on, he's the highest name. The highest name. And do you know what, by the way? He says, whatever I bind on the earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever I loose on the earth shall be loosed in heaven. The problem is why Christians are going through what they are going through is because you permit the devil to do whatever he wants to do in your life by feeling sorry for yourself. When I get bad news, do you know what I do? I rejoice. I had last week, they, you know, they called me, there was severe news. And I said, I have an opportunity now to either doubt, fear, run away, don't, worry, don't know what to do, or I can rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And the minute I started rejoicing, the problem seemed all the smaller, all the smaller, all the smaller, and suddenly there came a breakthrough. So I want to tell you right now, I have I have the blood of Jesus. I have the name of the Lord. Come on, tell your situation. I've got the name of the Lord and I'm not afraid to use it. Amen. Amen. Say amen one more time. Amen. Jesus says, in my name you shall trample on scorpions and serpents. Do you know what that means? It does not mean literally go to the bush and you, you challenge it. Scorpions and serpents speaks about demonic strongholds. Says every time there is a demonic power, the name of Jesus is stronger. This is why I laugh every time when they say, Have you heard about this demon? Then I, I just laugh. I say, Have you heard about Jesus? Do you know what the powerful thing about that name is? You know, one guy told me the one day, he says, You're praying wrong. I said, Okay. He says, You have to pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth so that the devil knows who you're talking about. I said, Let me just tell you something. <laughs> You can call your son Jesus all day long, but there's only one. I said there's only one who has been exalted above everything in heaven, everything on the earth, and everything underneath the earth. And when you say that name, I've casted out demons in that name. Do you know what the demons will say? Please, I beg you, don't use that name. Use any other name. Do you know why they say use any other name? Because they know there's no power in any other name. But the minute you say in the name of Jesus Christ, let me, let me, uh, let somebody help me preach right now. This is not just for your pastor. This is for all those who believe. If you are a believer in this place, use the name of Jesus hallelujah because the name of Jesus is a covenant name it's a covenant name so when you say father in the name of Jesus it's done it settles it can somebody say amen, amen. say with me number one I've got the blood number two the name above every other name come on say it number three faith that's a great weapon that the Lord has given the church let me explain something to you your whole Christian walk is one big walk of faith okay now how many of you are sure that you're sure without a shadow of a doubt that you're born again lift your hands did you know let me just lift up my head okay. did, you, did you know it is impossible for you to become born again without faith through you have been saved by grace through faith so in other words if you do not come to Jesus give your life to him and believe have faith in his ability and in him being the son of the living God and in him dying and rose from the dead it's impossible for us to become believers so now hear me you gave your life to Jesus in the beginning and you used faith 
Now there's a financial attack upon your life and you do not know what to do. Okay, you don't hear me. The same faith that says he's the son of the living God is the same faith that you need to release over here and say the same one who saved my soul is, is well able to take care of all of my needs. Then you get the doctor's report over here. And, and, and so, so from the beginning when you got saved, it needed faith. You needed faith to sustain you. Now the same faith that brought you this far is the one that can go against a doctor's report. Do you know what faith does? Faith stops the process of time. This is why faith is now. If I can just get faith sitting into a dimension where you think now, not future only. God is the God of the now. When God speaks, God speaks in the now. He does not speak future things. Show me the Bible where God says in, in the beginning, where God says one day soon there will be light. No, he said let there be light. Let there be light. I'm speaking to somebody right now. Open up your mouth and say let there be healing in my house. Let there be restoration in my life. Come on, let. No, I'm waiting for you to open up your mouth and speak the word of God and say let there be life. Let it be breakthrough. Come on, jump on your feet and declare this with me. Speak it right now by faith. Let there be life. Let it be healing. Shout hallelujah. Woo. It's a weapon. I said it's a weapon. I said faith is a weapon. God responds to faith. I know I'm going to get stoned for this one. God understands and knows your need, but he's not moved by need. He's moved by faith. Enoch walked of God and he was no more because God took him. But before God took him, he had this testimony that he had a need. No, that he pleased God. And Hebrews 11:6 says, but without faith, it's impossible to please God. So the only thing that pleases him is my weapon of faith. Amen? Now, I, I don't know how... You, 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 know, you need somebody that spent seven years in a university to mess this up. Okay. The Bible says, if you can believe it, then you can receive it. Then it's settled. Don't listen to them why it's not humanly possible. If, I like when they say it's not humanly possible. I said, amen, brother. Preach it. It does not need to be humanly possible. I don't operate with the human logic. I operate from a dimension from heaven. Amen. Come on. He says that your faith can move mountains. Your faith can move mountains. He didn't even say God's faith. He says your faith. If you have faith, you can tell a mountain. Now, thank you, Holy Spirit. How many of you remember when Jesus walked past the fig tree? He was hungry. And then he said, the Bible says there was no figs on him. So what happened? Jesus rebuked him. He says, nobody ever eat free, uh, fruit from you ever again. So when they walked past the tree, the tree looked the same. But the next day, when they returned, the disciples came. Lord Jesus, hang on now. Wasn't that the tree that you spoke against? Look how it dried up from the root upwards faith works this way sometimes you speak to that mountain and that mountain seems like this but the next day 
Why is that? Because God gives to His beloved in their sleep. Sometimes you have to go to bed and let God be God. Sometimes you have to go to bed and let God fight for you. Come on, sometimes you have to be still, be still and know that He is God. And He will fight the victory for you. Can you just shout hallelujah if you're still awake in this place? Faith is a weapon, people. I said faith is a weapon. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. I don't have to see it to believe it. I have to believe it to see it. The world has made it so difficult. You know, Jesus doesn't heal anymore. What Jesus are you serving? God doesn't prosper his people. What God are you serving? I know a dead idol can't do anything. But I know the resurrection of life can do all things. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, he's talking to you. This, you know what faith, faith does? If you operate in faith, you have to operate from heaven's point of view. So you stand in front of that mountain. All right? It's big. Most of the times when you see that mountain, you can't see what's behind it. But from heaven, it's only a hill. Oh, you didn't hear me. I thought you were going to shout better than that. It might look like a mountain, but when you operate with faith, you start to see it from heaven's point of view. No longer is it just, my goodness, have you been in a plane? Have you seen how tiny that things look from plane? Imagine from heaven. Woo! Look at that small anthill. But down here, it seems unmovable. But God says, come up here. Come up where I am. Come up where I am. Hallelujah. You've got faith. I've been preaching faith to faith city every single week. Now hear me. Faith cometh by hearing. Now if you have been in this church for many years and you still don't have faith, it simply means this. Your body is here, but your mind is fishing. Your mind is cooking something. Because if you are here in the spirit and in the flesh and you still doubt whether God can do it, then it means that you were not here. The lights are on, but nobody's shopping. Amen. Come on, don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Driving home. Oh, I'm going I'm I'm to just step on it and say it. You drive home, but you're, I'm going I'm to just save some petrol money. So I'm not, I'm going to die of the heat. I'm not going to put on that aircon. No ways. No ways. Somebody touches that aircon, I rebuke you. And then they open up the windows. Do you know what? When you open up the windows, it pushes you back, you use more gas. So, I put the same God. Look at that religious spirit. Look at me. I rebuke you, you devil. You devil of religion. I thought that we are people of faith. Come on, buying the cheap Coca-Cola because the, the two rand one, that's, you're going to pay two rand more just for something better. No, 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 no. South Africa has got a problem. Let me help you out, okay? Yeah, no going to get crazy. Last weekend, our offering, people that gave, most people said they gave by faith. My word. I checked it. More than 50% of the people 
did not get up to give facts. If everybody that gave, say for instance, everybody that was here gave, which they did not, more than 50% did not. If everybody gave, it would mean that they gave between anything between 30 and 40 rand. That's what they gave to the Lord. Again, not everybody gave. So let's narrow it down. So 50% of the church gave. With the God machine, you get all the invoices, you see what people give. Then there's people that, that gives far above everybody else. So in other words, God is using five people in Faith City. No, no, that's, that's bad. But yet, you get the calls. Pray for my finances. No, no, we will not. You know, I was in a church the one day and I, I stood in the front of the church and I felt bad for everybody. I said, Lord, I pray. I declare a financial blessing. I said it loud. I declare a financial blessing over every single one of you. And the Holy Ghost rebuked me. Public, he rebuked me. I mean, I was frozen. I, I heard him say, I cannot violate my word. You're lying to my people. I said, Lord, forgive me. He said, I can only bless those who has given. That's my word. Oh, no, no, no. You, come on. This is the truth. I said, I said, public, I said, sorry, people. God just rebuked me. I, I can't release a financial blessing on everybody. If you say, Vessel, I don't have anything to give, then that's proven fact that you're not a sower. Because the Bible says God gives seed to the sower. Dylan touched on this. You've got no idea financially what's going to the world. You've got, you think that your savings account is going to keep you. If inflation keeps on going up and they keep on printing money, the money in your bank is going to mean zilts. There's some nations right now. You can, I can show you places, Venezuela, all those places. You buy a bread for two million of their pesos or whatever it is. Two million. Some people don't even earn two million the whole entire life. So inflation goes up. So what is going to keep me? How is bread coming to my, my life and to my family? It's through my giving and through my faith in God. Shout hallelujah if you're still here. Faith is not hoping God can. Faith is knowing God will. It's not I hope God can do it. It's I know that God has done it already. He says it. He cannot lie. That settles it. Years ago, God set me free from this. He says, you are working for me, not for the people. I said, Lord, if the people don't give, he says, I'll get the job done. My ravens will locate you. Come on. My angels will get to you, but the job will flow. Can somebody shout hallelujah in this house? Now, I like what people say. You know, faith does not go against the evidence. You're right. It goes beyond it. Say with me, faith goes beyond the evidence. So it's time to use your faith. Because if you don't use your faith, your faith is dead. Come on, look to your neighbor and say, it's time to use your faith. <laughs> Number four, seed. A weapon that God has given us, seed. Did you know that the Bible says from the beginning of time, as long as the earth remains, what will there be? Seed time and harvest. Say it with me, seed time and harvest. What does God promise you? If there's a time of seed, there will be a time of harvest. One more time, if there's a time of seed, what happens? There's a time of harvest. Come on, Dylan said this. He said he, he wanted the, a watch. He told me about the watch. So I said, 100,000 rand for a watch. Okay, I'm going to believe with you. Because if it's in his heart, why can't God do it for him? Then he said, well, the Lord asked me to sow 10% of it. I said, go ahead, sow it. And again, he's not sowing in our ministry. He's sowing where God leads him to sow. And he sowed the seed. In a week after that, Somebody came up to him and said, God says, I must buy you a watch. 
bought him a watch. <laughs> so this car, paid off car, nice car for young, he sold it. What had God do? God blessed him with another one, cash. <laughs> you don't want to tell me giving is not working? What you sit on. Do me a favor. Stand up quickly. Turn around, look at your chair. Okay, sit again. No, no, sit nice, comfy. Mm. That is because of seed. You sit on a harvest of seed that has been sowed. You sat on rented chairs. Now you sit on chairs that belongs to us. That's how it works. Why did God give us seed? Because God knew that the world cannot contain our finances. This is why God realized this, that favor ain't fair. One day of favor, come on, help me out, is worth a lifetime of labor. When you have seed, the seed crushes the enemy's head. This is how you crush financial difficulty in your life, is by giving. Let me tell you this right now, you cannot, and I, I say this in capital letters, you cannot buy your miracle, you cannot buy your way in heaven. I'll never tell you, if you give me money, I'll show you pictures of heaven. Or I reserve your ticket there, that's not what I'm saying. But what I do say is God has given you seed, and seed has the potential, come on, to do exactly what seed has been called to do. It destroys the enemy's head. It opens up doors for you. It gives you favor. Say Amen. Now, you know, I, I, I can say this because I'm a South African. South Africans got giving problems. If I weren't live and on television, I would have told you a lot of stuff. That's facts. Me preaching in South Africa for years. What happened when I preached in South Africa for many, many years? With the same logic. People don't give in South Africa. Because we are trained, we are, we are raised, I have to keep. I, you know, listen to me right now. If, if this gets you angry, so what? They will go to a shop and they will go through their wallet like this. How much for that packet of Gunston? <laughs> Give me three packets, please. No, no, sorry. Give me three packets, please. But when it comes to giving, ching ling ling ling. Careful, it'll be my health. I wonder if the people say the same thing when you go to the dentist. If that dentist just wanted my money. I wonder if they say the same thing when you approach that girl behind the teller. Come on, in the bar. And in the liquor store, in tops. Tops just robbed me. They just stole my money. Come on, and you put it on Facebook. Every time I go to Tops, they just take money. Huh? Oh, every time I go to Tops, they just take my money. They don't do it, right? Right? Go to McDonald's. <laughs> One Big Mac meal, and they throw you with a with a Happy Meal. This bloody McDonald's, they always get my meal wrong. But tomorrow you're back at McDonald's. But let the pastor just say something you don't like. Mm. As for me and my house, we're going to search another church. 
Amen? We've got no problem when the world takes our money. We've got no problem. I said we've got no problem when rappers of the world that wraps you into hell takes your money. But they've got a problem to sow into the work of God. Let me be frank to say this. Frank Sinatra and all of his music will help you none. Michael Jackson can say, oh, as long as he wants to. But oh, he's not going to get you into heaven. What I give you brings life. It brings resurrection power. Shout out. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I've got weapons. And I'm not afraid to use it. I just, I don't understand that. They can go to a, to a restaurant. They pay for the cholesterol. But for the food in the Father's house, there's always a story. I want to tell all of the faithful guys that gives, those who's watching, your seed will speak for you. Your seed will come up. Jesus promised that. I said, Jesus promises that. I said, Jesus promises that. I am a living witness of that. A living witness. And I'll be man enough to say this. My wife made me give. When I started giving, it was all her. Now it's like an imprint. Now I can't wait to give. Amen? Are you listening to me? Why is that? Because it's better to give than to receive. So if the economy falls apart, what do I do? I have a weapon. My weapon will defend me. Say, number one, I've got the blood of Jesus. I have the name above every other name that I can use. Come on. Say with me, I've got faith in my heart. I call the things that is not though they are. Not in my mind, figure it out, how will God do it? But knowing that he will do it for me that it's already settled on calvary's cross that he paid it for me come on come on i have faith in my heart that jesus says whatsoever you shall ask me in my name i will do it for you this means whatever it includes anything that's in your heart not what you need people read that scripture it's not about the need your needs it's about your desires jesus says before you even ask him he knows what you need this portion when he says whatever you ask me has got nothing to do with need I never have to go as a born-again child of God. I never have to go to Jesus and say, Jesus, remember me. I need to eat. He's a good God. And He will make sure that I am fed. But He says, whatever you ask in my name, I'll give it to you. This includes all the desires of my heart. Can somebody say amen in this place? Shout out, God, face. Number four, my seed is a weapon. It will sustain me through the drought. Isaac was in a drought. He sowed the same here. He reaped a hundredfold. To understand a hundredfold is like understanding that God blessed him a thousand times. Deuteronomy 1.11. A thousand times. Say with me. God will bless a thousand times. This is where the church needs to get into. If I say the church, I'm including you right now. The body of Jesus needs to come into a place where... We see the blessing a thousand times. Now let me just stir you up a little bit more, can I? This is why Jesus says, in this world, you, if anybody left houses, properties, family, for my name's sake, you will receive in this life 
a hundredfold properties, family, possessions, and persecution, and in the life to come, eternal life. So Jesus makes sure to say a hundredfold. Say with me a hundredfold. But again, like I said, you can preach this tomorrow. Somebody sits in a corner and feels sorry for themselves. I don't want to live. Tell that devil to shut up. Yes, Holy Ghost, I'll say this. This is why some of you should stop living. Because the minute you start to die to yourself is when Christ comes alive in here. It's no longer I who live. But the life I now live, I live unto the glory of God. God does not get glory when you're depressed and oppressed and possessed. But it gets the glory when you shine forth His light to the earth. Amen. Come on, somebody. You are the light of this world. You are the salt of the earth. You bring flavor. You are not the sugar. You are the salt. I did not bring sugar to you this morning. I brought some salt. If I cut you open right now and I put in salt in your wound, it's going to rot. But if I cut you open, I put some salt in, it's going to heal. Did you know that? Facts. This is how it works in the kingdom of God. If I give you a sugar-coated message, you'll rot up and die. But I'll give you some salt. Amen. There's some sting to it. Let me just tell you, I'm more than just a little bit of salt. I'm more like a cayenne pepper or a paprika. It stings, my brother. It stings, my sister. But it brings life. Say with me, I'm more of a cayenne pepper. Paprika, man. I don't just bring the salt. Amen. Say amen. amen. Come on, one more. Amen. We have the Holy Spirit as our weapon. The Bible says that when the enemy comes, come on, like a flood, the Holy Ghost will raise up a standard against him. He will fight for you. The Holy Spirit will fight for you in this hour. He even says that they will take you into courts. But don't worry what you will say in that moment. For in that moment, it will be given unto you what to say. Because the Holy Spirit is the power of God. He's my weapon. When I pray and I have the Holy Spirit with me, my prayer life changes. Let me tell you how people pray without the Holy Spirit. Victim mentality. Always from a position of defeat. Now listen to me right now. If this message doesn't change you, nothing will. Because I'm giving you the keys on how to walk successfully as a born-again child of God. Praying without the Holy Spirit means that you're a victim. It's always, Lord, look at what the people do. Lord, help me this, help me this. David proved this. He started speaking. He says, Lord, look at how they increase who's against me. Look at my en- how my enemies increase. I believe at that moment the Holy Spirit redirected him. Why? Because then he changed what he says. But you, O oh God are the glory and the lifter of my head come on you are a shield for me my glory and the lifter of my head in other words yes god showing the church it's good to to tell him about your problems but there's always a but pray through the holy ghost so that you don't have to pray like you are the victim but you pray as a victor So you don't say, Lord, look at all the people against me. You pray, Father, I thank you that your word says those who are for me are much more than those who are against me. I thank you that I am the apple of your eye. I thank you, Lord, that when my enemy comes in one direction, he will flee in seven different directions. You pray boldly. 
When the attacks come on your finances, you don't say, oh Lord, how, oh, look at my finances. You say, Lord, your word says that you give seed to the sower, and I am a sower. So according to your word, I release your angels right now. Bring forth my financial harvest in the name of Jesus. Are you listening to me? That's the change of direction. Praying for the sick. Oh Lord, if it be thy will. No. You speak to that sickness and you say, you foul spirit of cancer. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is against you. Come out of this body. The Holy Spirit is our weapon, people, that will fight for us. I'll never forget this. I was driving to Durban one day. Nalene sat next to me. She said to me, she's going to just tilt the seat back and, and sleep. But I said, that's fine. I'm going to pray. She told her to sit back, lay down, pray. I started praying in the spirit. And as I prayed in the spirit, I saw a vision, clear as day. Saw a vision that I'm going through a bend in the road. And I saw a vehicle tumbling. And I mean, severely. I mean, the vivid was so, so vivid, so, so real. The vision was so real. And I saw the car, I mean, just plummeting and, and just rolling. And in the vision, I saw this car flat. Flat. And I heard the Lord say to me, your prayers will save his life. And we prayed and prayed. She came back up after a half an hour, whatever it was. And she said, have you, did you have a good time? I said, I, I prayed in the spirit. And then I turned the bend. And right in front of us, there's a car. Bam. Rolling, rolling. I shouted in that car. I said, the Lord showed me this. She says, pull over, pull over. I'm pulling over. The car is flat. I can't tell you what car it was. But the guy came out of the car with a scratch on his head. Aileen ran to him. She says, do you know that Jesus saved your life? Yes, Muslim standing in the street. And she's preaching the gospel. Do you know Jesus saved your life? And I realized this. The Holy Spirit is a great protector. Sometimes you wonder why your wife is taking so much time on her makeup. Do you know what the Holy Spirit says? A little bit red on the lippies. Go on. Take your time. Do you know why? There's an accident around the corner, and he's sparing you from it. You get angry. Why? He says, look at the time. But when that accident happened and God spared your life, you thank God. You say, Lord, thank you for your mercy. The Holy Spirit will warn you of the things to come. He's the warner of all things. I'm, I'm almost there. Are you enjoying this right now? You have a weapon. It's called the Holy Spirit. Our worship is different now. While we worship through the Holy Ghost. Now I worship with reverence, but also with revelation. My praise is no longer the same. This is the only reason why Paul could say rejoice while sitting in prison. It's because he's got a weapon of the Holy Ghost in his life. Say hallelujah. Next one I want to show you, the word. The word of God. Now if you understand something, the Bible says that this word should be engraved in our hearts. How many of you understand that? Why is that? Because you'll have to encourage yourself in the Lord. You can't wait for your friends to encourage you in the Lord. Uh, come on now, somebody. You, you can't wait. You know, Job waited for his friends to come and encourage him. And the, his friends, God was not happy with his friends. So don't stop waiting for people to encourage you. You have to have the Word of God. So when you have the Word of God in your life, Jesus responded to the attacks of the enemy through the Word. So when you know the word, and please don't say devil, I think somewhere in the Bible it says this and this. 
Be confident of the word of God. And say, it is written in God's word. And if it's written in God's word, it is done. Now, this is what I want to tell you. I want you to look me in the, in the eye, eyeball to eyeball. Stop listening to the opinions of man. There's many people on social media today. I, I you know, there's some people that guys listen to them. I think to myself, God, how do they listen to this man? Most people today, do you know what they do? They encourage people. Encourages. Not to give up. You go home, same problem. Then you need another encouragement. What you need is you need the power of God to destroy that. They encourage you. If your problem is so bad today, don't worry about today. Think about tomorrow. And let tomorrow be the day after today. Wow, amen. I feel better now. Tomorrow will be today and today will be yesterday. I'm, I'm good. It, it gets you nowhere. But when the word of God is filled in your heart, in your spirit, when the enemy comes, you stand. Why do you think Job? Job did not even have the Bible to rely on. But when he lost everything, his wife says, curse God and die. And he says, you speak like a foolish woman. You speak like somebody with no sense. Will we only receive the great things from God and not accept the attacks of the enemy? You speak like a foolish woman. That man knew what it meant to stand. Therefore, God gave him back double. You have to stop walking for 40 years in the desert. Your route to the promised land is only for 11 days. Stop prolonging it with your mouth. It's time to speak the word of God. Look at your husband. Look at your daughter. Look at your son. And say, we are coming out of this pit today. You have the word of God in you. You speak words of life. This is why the centurion man says, speak the word only. I'm going to try to finish right now. I have so much more to say. This last one I want to add is, I want to add it with the word, it's your confession. It's what you confess. Stop confessing that you are sick. Stop confessing about how bad you feel, how old you look, how poor you are. I'm speaking to somebody. You hear me right now. Stop speaking death and wanting resurrection power. You will have what you say. It's in the Bible again, not my opinion. I'm not preaching to you about what I've been through now. I'm speaking to what the Word of God says. I don't say to you, listen, it worked one day that I confessed and, you know, it worked. No, the Bible says what you say is what you will have. You don't like what you see, you better change what you say. Hey. You don't like what you go through in life, change what you say. I'm the head, not the tail. Come on, I'm moving forward, not backwards. It doesn't matter who's against me. I don't care. Mark my words. You're going to be hated more. Oh, you didn't like that, right? You wanted to say everybody's going to high-five you and cheer you on. No. No. Especially not what's coming to the church. The money of the unjust is falling into the laps of these people. You know, when I wake up in the morning, I think to myself, oh, we're still here, Lord. Maybe today. Maybe today is that day that I will hear. Da, 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 da. And I'll confess that until Jesus returns. Most people don't preach that no more. But in the twinkling of an eye, we're going to be out of here. Say with me, I've got weapons. I'm not afraid to use it. I have the blood of Jesus. 
Say it like you mean it. I have the blood of Jesus. So from now on, you apply the blood of Jesus over everything, over your property, over your heart. Come on, over your children, over your marriage. You apply the blood of Jesus. Because the Bible says wherever the enemy sees the blood, he will not come through. Are you listening to me? You apply the blood of Jesus on your earlobes and say, Lord, my ears are protected. I'm not listening to the lies of the devil. Amen. Come on, say with me, I have got weapons. I have the name of Jesus to use. And that name is above every other name. Come on, somebody. When I want to get the job done, I use that name. Come on, when I, when I see the sick being healed, I use that name. I cast out devils in that name. Say, I have the name. Say it like you mean it. I have faith. Faith is my weapon. Do you believe faith is your weapon? Come on, I have got seed. Seed is my weapon. Come on, say with me, seed is my weapon. Hallelujah. Come on, I have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is my weapon. Say this with me. I have the Word. The Word is my weapon. Come on, I have my confession. My confession is my weapon. So I just taught you something today. How can I stand in the day of evil? Is to use your weapons. Please listen to me. Don't allow anybody to speak negative around you. All the negative people. It's sad. It's the truth. Cut them off. How many of you know what the Bible says? Blessed are those who does not sit. They are not seated with the counsel of the wicked. So in other words, God says he will bless me just if I refuse to have friends that's worldly. Yes. Vessel, how will I win them over? You cannot. That's the Holy Spirit's job. It's not your job. Most people, this is what I don't understand with people. You want to change your friends, right? You've been friends with them for how many years? <laughs> so the Bible says that light and darkness does not mix. When light steps in, darkness flees. In other words, if you are carrying the light you're supposed to, then there's two things that will happen with your friends. Number one, they will either change, or number two, they will leave. So if you're still friends with them, it means that you carry no light. It means their darkness is stronger than your light. Come on, don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. If you're a light carrier, blessed is the man. Does not sit in the seat of the ungodly. Amen. Say hallelujah. My confession is the word of God. That's it. I'm getting rid of all the negative people. All the unbelievers, the naysayers. I'm done. I said I'm done. I refuse to listen. Listen to me. Put a chill in your, in your husband's mouth. If he speaks negative. A chili. Get a habanero, it works. <laughs> Allow. The, oh, take, the, take his money. Put up a jar and say every negative word, a hundred bucks. <laughs> oh, I see the woman like that more. Okay. If your wife speaks negative, give me your money, honey. Give me your money, honey. Speaks word. If your husband says... We can't afford it. Kick him out. Let him sleep with the dog. <laughs> it's too expensive. Zip your lip. Don't say it. Because if you say it, Cecil, please don't. <laughs> Robbie, uh, I don't know. Just carry that guy out, please. He's a nuisance. Just take him out. <laughs> Whew. 
We are victorious. We are victorious. I declare it over your life right now. You will never be defeated. I said you'll never be defeated. I said you will never be defeated. Sir, you right there. The rain is coming. The rain of abundance is coming. I want to tell you from the, from the word go when I started preaching, I heard it in my spirit. God was bringing it up. And I believe that the abundance is coming to your house, to your life in every single form. God's going to show you in this hour how good he is, how faithful he is. Things that you can't turn around, God's going to turn around for you. It's going to, it's not going to take human intervention. It's going to take godly intervention. But God's going to intervene for you in this hour. It's going to be powerful. Your life is, when the minute you set your foot out of this church, your life is changed like this. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. You've not, not, you know, this, this thing, you ain't seen nothing yet. I want to say this to you. you. You ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. We are victorious, church. I said we are victorious, church. If, if, you, if you hear a report about they speak against you, shake the dust off your feet and move on. You keep focused. You keep focused. Are you listening to me? You keep focused. When the enemy comes to attack, you say, you've got the wrong address, brother. The blood of Jesus is against you over here. Are you listening to me? Say, this is the wrong address. One of us is going to move and it ain't me, devil. You're going to move today. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. Can I give you one more about the blood? Then I'm going to pray for you. I was praying. I said this a million times. Somebody needs to hear this again. I was praying the one night in my prayer room. And while I was praying, I felt like somebody's watching me from outside. Got up and I opened up the curtains I saw nobody that was late at night about 10 I think at night I prayed again felt the same thing I think it went on about for an hour got to bed got into my bed could not sleep I mean there was just a burden on me could not sleep I went back to my prayer and I prayed again 2 a.m. in the morning I went to bed as I walked in the passage the Lord stopped me he says apply the blood of Jesus that's what I heard he didn't ask me to apply the blood of Jesus in the living room. In the he asked me to apply the blood of Jesus. Now, this is a couple of years ago where we, where we stayed. And he said, apply the blood. So I went to Dylan's door, and I put my hands literally on the doorpost. And I said, Lord, I apply the blood of Jesus. Nothing comes in here. You protect my children in Jesus' mighty name. I walked to Kaylee's door. I laid my hands literally on the doorpost. I said, Lord, you protect my door. I apply the blood. I went to our room. I laid my hands on the doorpost. Long story short, the next morning we woke up. I went to the living room, somebody broke in, stole our stuff, I mean, but nobody came to the rooms. The cops spoke to me. They said, how did they not get into your rooms? There's no security gates. They said, normally, all the robberies that goes on here, they attack the people in their rooms while they're sleeping. This is not normal, they say. They could not go to the rooms, why not? Bang. They will see the blood. And they will not be able to come near you. I said, Lord, you should have told me to apply the blood in my living room. But then I realized what God wanted to show me. They want to get to the room, but there's a force that throws them off. Hallelujah. There's just a, oh, come on, somebody. There's just a flood that the Holy Ghost has raised up against the enemy. So it doesn't matter what news you get. You don't have a problem. You have an opportunity to trust a living God. Are you listening to me? 
Do me a favor, stand to your feet. Lift your hands to heaven and close your eyes for a minute. Father, I thank you that your word cannot lie. You have given us weapons. Weapons. I thank you for these weapons. These are some of the weapons that I could get to today, Lord. But I ask you right now that people will not just be hearers of the word. They will become doers of the word of God. We say from today, the blood of Jesus will speak for me. The blood of Jesus is more than enough for my life. Lift your hands to heaven, will you? Spirit of God, just come and fill this house. If I say fill this house, it's us. We are your homes, Lord. We are your house. Fill us today. Let your peace, Lord, that surpasses all understanding, flood our souls. We speak to the economy right now. We are not moved by what we see or by what we hear. Our ears are close to the negativity of the world. I have applied the blood on my earlobe. I will only hear what God says. So economy, let me tell you, you are under my feet. I'm not subject to you. You are subject to me. To him belongs all the gold and all the silver and all the cattle on a thousand hills. My God promises me that he will provide for me. He will never leave me and he will never forsake me. So mountain, I say in the name of Jesus, be thou removed right now. You are not a mountain. You are only a hill. Fear will have no control over my life. I have a future, he says, a future to prosper me. I thank you, Lord. I speak your word this morning over my life. Listen, 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 lift those hands. I hear it in my spirit. Mountains are moving. Mountains are moving. Can you lift your voice and start to pray? Come on, I want you to lift your voice and start to pray. Pray like you've never prayed before. Because mountains are moving. Mountains are moving. Mountains are moving. Mountains are moving. Come on, don't, don't tell God about your mountain. Use your authority and say, mountain, hear the word of God. Thank you, Lord. Wonderful Jesus. <coughs> now lift your hands and hear this. In the book of Job 36 and 11, it says, If they obey and serve Him, they shall spend their days in prosperity 
and the years in pleasures. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. So here's, hear the word of God. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to put one of your hands on your heart quickly. The other hand you lift to heaven. Now, Father, I pray that the anointing of your Holy Spirit shall fall on us right now. That mountains shall be moved. That new life shall flow in, in the lives of your people. I, I ask you right now that sickness shall bow its knee in the name of Jesus. I pray that new life shall spring forth. It is written, whom the Son of Man sets free is free indeed. So you right now, as you're standing here with your eyes closed, allow the Holy Spirit, ask Him right now, because He's here. Ask Him right now, come and empower me. Help me move my mountains. Help me be bold. Help my faith this morning. I ask you, I don't want to leave like I came. I ask you that you will turn my life upside down. My life is yours. My life is yours. Do whatever you please. Now, Spirit of God, would you, would you move in this place? I release the anointing to your people. Come on, grab a hold of this. Grab a hold of that anointing. Say, Lord, I receive this anointing. I, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. Lord, let it, let it be a yoke-destroying power. It shall be released in this house right now in the name of Jesus. Right now, I want you to make a covenant of God in your tongue and say, Lord, from today, I'm going to speak words of life only. I will never speak myself sick, broke, depressed, defeated ever again. From today, I no longer look upon the likes of people, the acceptance of man. I want to be accepted by you. Make up your mind that you'll no longer sit in a corner and feel sorry for yourself. Declare this right now. I am not the victim. I am the victor. I have overcome through the blood of the Lamb and through the word of my testimony. I have a testimony. Come on again, again, again. Say mountain move. Mountain move. Mountain move. How many of you are believing God for breakthroughs? I said, how many of you are believing God for breakthroughs? Now, Lord, hear your people. Hear your people. Let breakthrough happen. Let breakthrough come. We believe this morning that you will send aid from heaven. Send your angels, God. Send your angels on assignment. And let our breakthroughs come from the north, the south, and the east and the west. In the name of Jesus.
Phil Bramandele, man. He's here right now. Jesus. Jesus. Wonderful Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, what a wonder you are. What a wonder you are. Jesus. Come on, just for one minute, lift your hands to heaven and receive from him. You are a good father. Now, hear me right now. As you're standing, your eyes closed and hands lifted. He says in his word, whatsoever you shall ask in my name. I will give it to you so that my Father might be glorified through the Son. Ask Him right now, right now in His name. What do you want Him to do for you? Ask Him right now. And listen to me if you, if you ask Him. Some people need to stop. Because stop asking Him from what you see on the earth. Go up where He is. And say, Lord, I'm asking you from my position in heaven. I'm seated with you in heavenly places. Your streets of gold. There's more than enough. Now I pray that it will manifest in the natural. In the name of Jesus. So I declare that this week is my week. This is my week of abundance, of breakthrough, of good news. This is the week where my phone will ring. And good news is coming. This is my week of promotion. This is my week of breakthrough. Are you believing this? Call it in. Call it in right now. This is my week of peace. This is my week of reconciliation. This is my week of restoration. This is my week. This is my week. This is my week. You see, I, I want to tell you that the devil thought that you will be dead by now. Satan thought that you would have given up by now. But you are just getting started. You are just getting started. So Lord, right now I apply the blood of Jesus. I thank you that your blood is my protection. My ears are covered by the blood. My going in and my coming out is applied by the blood of Jesus. I don't have the problems of my bloodline. I am part of a new bloodline. I'm adopted in a heavenly family. My heavenly father does not have sickness, does not have disease. I receive the blood transfusion. I've got his blood running through my veins. Hallelujah. I have the name of Jesus. So I say in the name of Jesus, the name above every other name, mountain be thou removed. Be thou removed in the name of Jesus. I have faith. I have now faith. I have the same spirit of faith. I believe and therefore I speak. Come on, stir up your most holy faith. Paul says, pray in the Spirit. Stir up your most holy faith. I have faith. My faith will please God this week. 
I have the Holy Spirit working in me. I have His power working in me. I am a carrier of the glory. I have seed. My seed will crush the enemy's head. My seed, my weapon of seed will turn my finances around in Jesus' name. I have the word of God. And this is how I will respond. It is written. It is written. My confession is my weapon. I will change what I say. I speak words of life. Now apply that. Speak to your body and say, Body, I confess that you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. I speak to you right now, body. Sickness is illegal. Arthritis is illegal. Sugar diabetes is illegal. Confess that by His stripes I am healed. 